Scaling Up Nation, your programs are of the highest quality. That means your products need to be that same high quality. And that's why I trust Scranton Associates to help me bring the best to my customers. They're a fourth generation business with over 100 years of experience. Scranton Associates can help you with biocides and both powder and liquid blends. If you have a question about your products, give them a call and they will help you review your formulas. They can also review your safety data sheets and labels. Folks, they know what they're doing when they're looking at these and they can prevent you from getting costly fines. Scranton Associates can handle all of your blending needs from the smallest order up to tanker cars. Find out why I trust Scranton Associates for yourself. Call them today or visit ScrantonAssociates.com. Welcome to Scaling Up H2O, the podcast where we're scaling up on knowledge so we don't scale up our systems. Hello, everybody. I am Trace Blackmore, and I have the privilege of being the host of Scaling Up H2O. Folks, this podcast has just been amazing. We have so many listeners in so many countries and I'm reminded by how much people appreciate this podcast because I know it can be lonely out there when we're driving from account to account. And when you turn on Scaling Up H2O, you know that you are not alone. You know that there are other people out there in the water treatment community that are doing the same things that you are doing, that are having similar conversations to the ones that you are having that are being frustrated by the same issues that you are being frustrated by. Well, folks, Scaling Up H2O has been able to bring us together. And I want to thank everyone out there in the Scaling Up Nation for helping me spread the word that we do have a podcast for the water treatment community. And it is that water treatment community that has helped me so much and making Scaling Up H2O the podcast that it is. Now, you all have been great, as I mentioned, spreading the word to other people that we do have a podcast, but you've also been great with giving me more information that you want to know more about on this show. Of course, we're always looking for more ideas, so you can go to scalinguph2o.com. Let me know what your ideas are. Let me know who you want me to interview. And as always, I will make sure to get those items on the air for you. Well, a couple weeks ago, I had several of the questions that I come on just about every episode and ask you all to send me. Those questions were about how do I get things done? Or what is my opinion on a certain tool? Or what tool do I use? So two episodes ago, I did a podcast just dedicated to some of the top tools that I use to help me get all the things done that I have to get done. Nation, I think I shared with you on episode 112 when Mark Lewis interviewed me that I had over 90 items that we have to do in order to get a podcast out to you. Well, it wasn't until I examined all the things that I had to do that we started thinking about all of those different steps. So all that to say is that I 
found that I didn't have to be the one that was doing those steps. Of course, I have to do some of them, but I use virtual assistants to help me do a lot of that process. And a virtual assistant simply means somebody that's helping me that is not in my office. They are helping me remotely. Last week, we talked about SOPs and how SOPs allowed me to make sure that the same quality work was getting done each and every time. Well, that allowed me to not have to be the one to do it. And now not only are my virtual assistants doing those items, they are now taking those items and they're finding better and more simpler and maybe even more cost-effective ways to get them done. So all of this to say, many of you have asked me about the tools that I use, and I've just shared a couple of them with you, but way back, I had talked about the 12-week year. We talked about goal setting, and most of us don't know how to achieve a goal past just saying, I want to get that done. And the episode that we talked about that was the very last one of the year, episode 118. And we talked about the 12-week year. Well, since I was so inspired by the tools that I use, I want to spend this entire episode talking about the book, The 12-Week Year. Now, another tool that I use is The Mastermind. And you all know that I started The Mastermind. It's called The Rising Tide Mastermind. And we get together on a weekly basis, we help each other with issues. Well, we also read books together as we're professionally developing each one of us. One of the ways we do that is we read books. And the current book that we are reading is the 12-week year. And not only have I enjoyed, this is probably the fifth time that I've read it because it was introduced to me about two years ago, the people in the mastermind have really enjoyed it and they've been able to focus on the actions that they need to focus on to get the most important items done. So I thought I would briefly go over what the 12-week year is, but ultimately I am encouraging you to read the 12-week year and start doing some of the things that the 12-week year talks about. I want to mention this a couple times because I really want you to read it. You can go to Amazon through our web link, scalinguph2o.com forward slash 12, the number 12 week year. So scalinguph2o.com forward slash 12 week year. It'll take you straight to the Amazon link. That is an affiliate link. We will get a very small cut from Amazon. It will not cost you a cent more to order it that way. It just allows Amazon to pay us a commission for sending you there, and you can get that book. You can also get it on Audible by going to that same site. And if you don't have an Audible account, of course, you can get one by going to scalinguph2o.com forward slash Audible, where you could get the 12-week year as your free book, and you can have it for a free month until you decide that you want to activate that monthly membership. So reading the book is going to give you a lot better detail than what I am going to share with you on this podcast. But I want to give you a little peek about all of the great things that is in the 12-week year. The 12-week year starts off by talking about the psychology of the brain. So everything that Brian Moran talks about, and he's the author of the book, 
It is all based on scientific principles, also based on sports conditioning, how they condition athletes to be just superior at the games that they are playing. Well, it all starts out with vision. And he says you have to create a compelling vision. And what that's going to do, that's going to activate your imagination. Now, think about what he's saying with that. If you have a clear vision of what something looks like. Now, if we're talking about a goal, it might be a sales goal, it might be a personal goal. Whatever that goal is, take a moment and in your mind's eye, envision what it looks like when that goal is achieved and really paint that picture well. What are all the things that are happening now that that goal is achieved? How do you feel? What are all the things, all the rewards that come along with that? Now your brain can start to put the pieces together to get that to happen. But you have to start there first and now you're engaged, now you're excited. Now you really want to get that goal complete because you know what it feels like because you've already imagined that goal being completed. So when you have a vision of a goal, that is so important. You know, something I should also mention when you're trying to figure out what goals you wanna do is you use the SMART program. And back on the last episode of the year, I posted the SMART sheet that I use with goal setting. But SMART is simply, is it specific? Did I specifically state what that goal is? Now, I like to attach vision to that because if I can encapsulate what I saw in my mind's eye in that specific statement, that helps me connect the dots of where I'm going. It also helps me think why I'm actually doing all this. The next is the M. M stands for measurable. What are the metrics behind that? How do you know that you are actually doing the things that you need to do to get done? The A is, is it attainable? With everything that's going on right now, are you able to really get this done? The R is relevant. Now, if I complete this goal, is it relevant with all the things that I'm trying to achieve? Does it actually build on to what I'm currently doing? And then finally, the T is timely. Is it marked in a specific moment of time when I'm going to get that done? Now, the 12-week year really takes you through that entire process, but I wanted to bring that in there when we talk about vision that when you see exactly what it looks like when that goal is obtained, then going through and making sure you're stating that properly and going through that SMART tool that really helps you solidify what that goal is. Now, here's why I like the 12-week year, because most of us then start to plan around how to achieve that goal. And we start planning around clarifying and focusing our top priorities and actions that we need to achieve that vision. But then we stop there. So what are the things that we need to do consistently in order to get that goal accomplished? And these are what the 12-week year calls tactics. So I might have the exact same tactic if I have a sales goal of X dollars by the end of the quarter, 
And think in 12 weeks, not quarters, but at the end of that 12 weeks, I wanna have a sales goal of X. Well, I need to make 10 sales calls each and every week in order to produce enough activity to get that to happen. So that means each and every week, I now need to make 10 sales calls. So that's gonna be one of the tactics. Something else might be that I am going to have so many proposals off of those sales calls. Something else might be that I'm going to attend some sort of sales training. And that of course isn't every week, that's only in the week that it falls. All the things that you can think of that are going to allow you to get that goal complete, those are all your tactics. And you're actually having them have a due date of each one of the 12 weeks. So week one, week two, week three, all the way up to week 12. And now at the end of the week, here's where the 12 year is different. It actually allows you to shift what you need to do based on your execution. And folks, we normally don't have a planning issue. Most always life gets in the way and we have an execution issue. That's why this book, I think, is one of the best get things done books out there because it talks about execution. So at the end of the week, I'm going to look at all of the tactics that I said I needed to get done on that week, and I'm going to score them. Of course, if I got everything done, it would be 100%. But then if I didn't get everything done, I will then figure out what my percentage is. And in the 12-week year, they say, if you score on average 85% or better, you are most likely going to achieve that goal. Now, if I am consistently under 85%, I need to take a look and see why I am below 85%. Is it my plan wasn't well thought out and I wasn't thinking of all the things I should have in SMART and now I'm paying the price. Is there something new going on that I did not anticipate and now life is trying to teach me a lesson? Whatever that is, the cool thing about the 12-week year is we can change it. So if we're in week three and we've missed weeks one and two tactics goal line, we have to now look at all the other weeks and adjust for those two weeks being off. That's why the 12-week year, I think, is so impressive because we're not just working a plan. And then if we get so far off the plan, we just feel like we can get back on the plan. So we simply give up. That's why yearly goals sometimes don't really work. But the fact we're focusing on a smaller period of time, a 12-week period of time, and now we're constantly evaluating each week and adjusting the following weeks based on what our results are, we can get those goals achieved. Another really cool thing that the 12-week year gets us to start thinking about is keeping our calendars. And again, on the show I did two weeks ago, we talked about the importance of keeping a calendar but the 12-week year talks about time blocking, and they've got different types of time blocking, but simply what that is, is we're taking one, two, three-hour blocks of our schedule, and we are working on specific items, making sure that we are getting those tactics done. 
Now, again, a lot of programs don't really give you the tools when you're going to work on these or how do you schedule time when you have such a busy day. The 12-week year helps us with that with time blocking. So I can spend probably an hour talking about all the different time blocks, but just look at it that you are blocking out a specific amount of time to work on a specific project or it could be that you're just gonna take time out to try to refresh and then come back and work on a project. It's time that is blocked out for a specific purpose in your schedule, allowing you to get these important goals done. The 12 week year goes on to talk about accountability. So accountability is key. When somebody else is helping you hold yourself accountable, you will do things that you will not normally do. I shared a couple weeks ago that I used to swim and when my accountability or swim partner was no longer able to meet me, I kept that up for about a month. But then I said, there's nobody else that's going to meet me there. I'm only letting myself down. And for some reason, folks, we always find it easy to let ourselves down. Well, this is a tool that allows us to use each other to help keep commitments to ourselves. And it's accountability. And specifically, the 12-week year talks about an accountability meeting where we have one, two, three people or so where we are familiar with our 12-week plans. And then we're meeting on a weekly basis, a quick five-minute meeting, allowing each other to know where we are on that 12-week plan. Maybe we can ask some clarifying questions to each other, but the goal is we know someone is going to hold us accountable to get the things done that we said were important to get done, and that is going to give us strength in the moment of choice when we can choose something else besides working on what we said was most important to us. So that weekly accountability meeting is key. Having somebody that can help hold you accountable is a real game changer. Now, those are just a few things within the 12-week year. So what I have hoped during this episode that you have done is you've thought, okay, I know that I'm not getting the things done that I want to get done. And you're probably thinking that I didn't get them done because all I'm doing is day-to-day -day stuff and I don't have time to do anything else. Well, folks, that line of thinking is like quicksand. You don't go anywhere quickly and you struggle eventually just suffocating yourself. So, and that's probably how you feel if that is where you're living. What the 12-week year allows you to do is change, is if you keep doing the same things, the same ways you've always done them, well, surprise, you're going to get the same results. But if you say, I want to accomplish this one goal, these three goals, whatever it is, and now you have a plan to not only plan them, but execute them, now you're able to start making change. And here's the thing. You might think, I have a thousand things that I want to accomplish. Well, what is the one thing that you can do? I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss, and he likes to say, what is the one domino that you can push and that domino is going to react all the other dominoes? So what is that? It could be something as easy as starting your exercise regimen again. It could be something that you're not getting enough sleep. 
Think of how tired you might be during the day, and because of that, you're not able to get these extra things done. Whatever it is, pick the simplest thing that's the common denominator, work on that, and when you accomplish that, you'll be able to do something next. But the 12-week year allows you to work on that. Just think if it was sleep, then you can say that you're going to sleep an extra hour a night, and now you can create tactics off of that. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible, but I tell you the 12-week year really does help you align these goals to actions so you complete the goals. Again, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash 12-week year. That's all one word, and it's the number 12, so that's one, two, and it will take you straight to the Amazon page. It's also available on Audible and there's lots of downloadables that you get when you get the book that will help you with some templates. As I said, we are currently reading this book in our mastermind, so I can tell you how much it is helping the individuals within the mastermind. People are feeling that they really are getting traction on these goals that they knew that they needed to do, but they had no idea how to get started and how to keep on as life keeps throwing life things at them. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you start thinking differently on how you're doing things and start thinking about what the one thing is that will be that first domino to get all the other things in place to help change the things so you can get out of the day-to-day -day whirlwind that we all suffer with. Well, next week, guys, I can't wait to come back to you with another episode of Scaling Up H2O. Nation, I think the secret to being successful is aligning yourself with other successful individuals. And that is exactly what the Rising Tide Mastermind is. If you are looking for a group to get you further faster, then please look at the Rising Tide Mastermind. The whole group is designed with that purpose in mind. And if you want to find out more, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind.